You are Locked On Lions, your daily Detroit Lions podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back, everybody. It's Locked On Lions on the Locked On Podcast Network on this a Monday, November the 8th, and a Tuesday, November the 9th. Matt Derry with you. We're back. Lions off a bye week. We have a football game to talk about this weekend. The 0-8 Lions trying to get off the schneid at Pittsburgh against the Steelers. Pittsburgh plays tonight against the Bears, so a chance to do some advanced scouting. We got a lot to discuss today. Dan Campbell spoke. I got some numbers about the defense that are not good. With all this talk about the offense, and even Dan Campbell made a point today of saying our red zone defense, our red zone offense needs to be better. But he's always talking about the defense being better, the offense that might be throwing the ball more downfield. Amon Ross St. Brown might be moving more to the outside, all of those things. But some defensive numbers over the last few years that are just alarming that I want to touch on coming up on the program today. Also, what did we learn during the bye week? Well, we learned one thing. A lot of the bad teams won. This is a great weekend for the Lions if you're rooting for the team to get the number one overall pick. All these teams near the bottom of the AFC and NFC won. What was up with Jacksonville knocking off Buffalo? Miami won a football game. The Giants won. Fantastic. We'll take it. The Lions, of course, at 0-8, the only winless team. Houston at 1-8, uh, but they lost. But whatever. But some of these teams uh, got wins in a wild and wacky week in the NFL. Uh, Brad Holmes was at the University of Georgia over the weekend. I question where he should have been. We'll get into that. Panay Sewell's moving back to right tackle. Taylor Decker to left tackle. We'll talk about that. Darren Fells says Goodbye. And the, the former lacrosse player, the legend, Tom Kennedy's gone. All of this today on the show. Thank you for listening and making us your first listen each and every day here on Locked On Lions. You can find us on all platforms. Find me on Twitter at Dairy Speaks, D-E-R-Y Speaks, at Locked On Lions on Twitter. And also, we post the podcast on the Matt Dairy Facebook fan page. If you are new to the show, welcome. What do we bring you at Locked On Lions? Opinions? News of the day, solid guess. We'll get to the crossover coming up on Thursday. We'll do that and uh, get a preview of the Steelers. We may even talk to my buddy Tim Benz from uh, ESPN Pittsburgh, also coming up this week as well. All right, first things first, uh, let's just get this out of the way. Odell Beckham Jr. was released by the Browns. Odell Beckham Jr. is a cancer in the locker room. And while the Browns have said all the right things and Odell hasn't really said anything publicly about Cleveland, Let's be totally honest for a second here. Odell Beckham Jr., okay, was on a really good football team from a year ago. They won a playoff game without him last year, and he has to be traded over the summer from a really good football team. So why would he come to Detroit? Dan Campbell was asked about it today and said uh, no when they asked if they considered Odell Beckham Jr. Nobody with any baggage ever comes here, okay? No, that, so that wasn't going to happen. So this idea of, oh, the Lions are the first team that could claim him off waivers. They're number one on the waiver list. Odell Beckham Jr. is not coming to Detroit. All right? Unless there's, like, Carlos Correa money attached. All right? Carlos Correa Carlos Correa might end up with the Tigers. You know why Carlos Correa is going to come to Detroit? 
Money. Money. Well, he's, he's really close with A.J. Hinch. The Tigers are going to be a playoff contender. Uh-huh. Right. Yeah, sure. No, the Tigers would offer him 10 years and $340 million more than everybody else. The Lions can't just offer Odell this giant bag of cash. All right? He's not coming here. And Dan Campbell made that known today. That's number one on the list. Number two, everybody's talking about the offense and the problems with the offense. And the offense stinks. Okay, let's let's it's not been good. And as bad as Jared Goff has been this year, uh, you know, if the franchise doesn't have a clear cut guy at quarterback that they want to draft, they're probably gonna have to go all in on defense again, similar to what they did this year when they drafted. Uh, Levi Onzerike, Aleem McNeil, and Ifyatu Malafanwu, uh, back-to-back-to-back. Three defensive players in their first four picks after they took a Penne Sewell. But this all goes back to before, way before Brad Holmes and Dan Campbell got here, and that is why I'm willing to give these guys a chance to turn this around. Since 2018, four seasons, 2018, think about this for a second, and this is our crack research staff is on this. Since 2018, the Lions ranked dead last in takeaways. They're last in interceptions. They've had 25 interceptions total, total, over the last four years. And they are 26th in the NFL since 2018 in fumble recoveries. This year, takeaways, 25th. Interceptions, last. Fumble recoveries, 17th. They are tied for 27th in the NFL out of 32 teams in sacks since 2018. And they are 25th with 14 this year. In 2021, our year of the Lord, they ranked 30th in rushing yards allowed per game. They're giving up 134.5 yards per game. All right? (laughs) It's terrible. There's been a downward trend defensively going back to 2014, and the Lions still haven't fully recovered from losing the talent that they had. High-end talent, like in Dominican Sioux. They've never recovered from that. Remember, that 2014 defense was pretty darn good. Right? So, when we talk a lot about, and I, and I you know, this kind of leads me to my next point. Um, Brad Holmes and the Lions scouting department, there were 16 NFL teams, half of the NFL teams were represented with scouts at this past weekend's Liberty Ole Miss college game. Liberty, 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 and Ole Miss. Matt Corral for Ole Miss. Malik the Freak Willis for Liberty. Right? The Lions were not there. Reports had 16 other teams there, but not the Lions. And I tweeted over the weekend, where are the Lions? How can the Lions not have anybody? Some scouts. Some, there's tons of scouts on this team, on this uh, front office, in this front office. How are the Lions not there? Brad Holmes was reportedly at the Georgia game. Georgia's got a ton of top-flight NFL prospects, many of them on the defense, some of them along the defensive line. I'm a little surprised the Lions wouldn't send somebody to watch two quarterbacks that many feel could be first-round quarterbacks. Now, again, nobody says these guys are top-five picks. Matt Corral's a little undersized. Malik Willis, very inconsistent, great athlete, 
really decent arm, but he's had some three interception games against like the likes of Lafayette, Louisiana Lafayette and such. Surprised the Lions weren't represented. <laughs> what stunned me even more was a, a reporter today, uh, uh, God bless this kid, asked Dan Campbell this long-winded question as to why the, the Lions didn't have anybody at the Liberty game. <laughs> like Dan Campbell's going to answer that? He's the coach. He's like, I, sorry, dude, I don't know. I'm not really in charge of that. Dan Campbell's trying to figure out Pittsburgh. He's trying to figure out his team. He's trying to coach. Dan Campbell don't know the first thing about who, which scout is at which college game. Nice try, but <laughs> that's a question for Brad Holmes. Holmes on Holmes. All right, uh, coming up next, Dan Campbell has a decision to make about Taylor Decker. We got some transactions to talk about. Um... And uh, much more to come here on Locked On Lions. First, does this sound familiar? You've got one device that lets you catch the game live. You've got another one that lets you stream your favorite shows. You're watching sports highlights on your phone. You've got your neighbors, best friends, log in for the good stuff. Well, I want to tell you about a simple way to get all that entertainment you love without the hassle and a great way to finally get your TV together, and that's called Direct TV Stream. And it brings your live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before so you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. That means no more juggling remotes, no need to buy another device ever again. And the best part, there's no annual contract. So get rid of the clutter and the confusion and get your TV together with DirecTV Stream. You can learn more at directtv.com. That's directtv.com. Compatible device required. Content varies by package. Thanks for making us your first listen each and every day right here on all sorts of different platforms. Matt Derry with you, Locked On Lions, Locked On Podcast Network on this a Monday, November the 8th. Tonight, Steelers play the Bears at home. Lions, of course, will be in Pittsburgh next week. Steelers' defense, by the way, is really, really good. Um, and that's going to be a problem for the Lions next week. I'm going to get into that um, in a second. All right, so Darren Fells, veteran tight end, asked the Lions for a, his release today. When you're an 0-8 football team and you struggle the way the Lions have and you're a tight end that was a healthy scratch last week and the Lions are going to take a look at the youngster Brock Wright, I think it's fine within all parties here to have a clean breakup. Darren Fells had been here before. And apparently asked to be released. And now we'll probably go sign with a contender or go sign somewhere else. Um, TJ Hawkinson's the tight end here. They want to take a look at Brock Wright. So Dan Campbell said today they have no issue with uh, Darren Fells. It was a uh, you know fine breakup. And both sides agreed it's the right move. So they released Darren Fells today. The Lions, my guess would try to find another tight end out there, somebody up from the practice squad, whatever. Uh, they have an open roster spot. Um, and a little bit surprised today to see this. Tom Kennedy let go by the Lions, the former lacrosse player, the hero from the preseason, number 85. Many people felt like, man, he played so well in the preseason, he should make the regular season roster. He didn't right off the bat. Then he got elevated from the practice squad, <coughs> was inactive for many of the games, he is now out. So the Lions continue to search for wide receivers. And look, I'm going to go easy on Brad Holmes. He's inherited a total mess from Bob Quinn and Matt Patricia. But when you look at wide receivers and what the Lions have done 
uh, this offseason. Uh, number one, they added Tyrell Williams. He's got a really bad concussion, and the Lions waved injured him last week. He never could recover. Uh, they drafted Amon Ross St. Brown, who's been decent. They picked up Rashad Perriman, which was a mess. That kid couldn't play. The Lions gave him a guarantee of a million dollars, still cut him, and then the Bears just cut him. So Brad Holmes' evaluation so far of wide receivers, <coughs> excuse me, not that good. So now um, we're going to have to see what the Lions do at receiver and if they add anybody else. Of course, they've had injuries, too, at that position with Quintez Cephas and others. But we're talking now about the team winning a football game, just trying, trying to do the best they can to not go 0-17, to get a couple of wins, to get a good feeling inside that locker room. And for everybody out there that's going, no, 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 lose all your games, tank for the number one pick, tank for Tibbs, Kayvon Thibodeau, no. Yes, do I want the Lions to get the number one pick? Sure. But you go 0-17, you then have to blow this up again. You can't keep the same people around that went 0-16 or 0-17. That's what the Lions did when they went 0-16 back in 08. They blew it up. That's what the Cleveland Browns did a couple of years ago when they went 0-16. They blew it up. And they brought in Andrew Barry and Kevin Stefanski, and they won a playoff game, what, two, three years later. So this idea that, you know, I don't want this team to win a ton of games, but I don't want them to go winless. But again, also, Jared Goff has to throw the football to somebody, to somebody. And I don't know where this thing is headed receiver-wise, but guys like Tom Kennedy and Darren Fells weren't going to move the needle anyway. You know, if you want to give Javon McKinley a shot or somebody off the practice squad or pick somebody up, you're not picking up Odell Beckham Jr., but try and find somebody. I mean, the Trinity Benson pickup has been a bust thus far for Brad Holmes, too. And, of course, he sent a draft pick uh, to Denver for Trinity Benson. And that hasn't worked either. So, you know, we're going to have to wait and see uh, on a lot of these things. But right now, focus is Pittsburgh, getting back on track. The Steelers, and I said this before, uh, Pittsburgh goes into the game tonight against the Bears, the number two scoring defense in the NFL. You're talking T.J. Watt. You're talking Cam Hayward. Um, you know, Minka Fitzpatrick. Mike Tomlin is an excellent, excellent head coach. And the Steelers, many people said at the start of the year, were dead. One and three, not very good, in arguably the best division in football, arguably, with Baltimore, Cleveland, and Cincinnati. And yet here are the Steelers at four and three, um, right there in the playoff, you know, chase, only Tennessee, Baltimore, the Chargers, Bills, and Raiders are better. The Steelers win tonight. They'll have the third best tied for the third best record in the AFC. But Pittsburgh's only given up through seven games 142 points. Only Buffalo has given up less through eight games, 118. So the Steeler defense is good, and that's going to be an issue for the Lions to have to deal with coming up this weekend. I don't know what's going to happen. Tonight for Monday Night Football, I do know this. You want to bet on the game tonight. Bears and Steelers, Justin Fields on the road in Pittsburgh. You're going to do it at betonline.ag. Back and better than ever, a new web interface for the start of the basketball season. More props, odds, and lines than ever before. BetOnline remains your number one spot for all the basketball and football action this season. Heck, you want to bet on hockey. The Red Wings are exciting. You can do it at betonline.ag. 
head to the website, sign up today, and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use the promo code LOCKEDON to receive that bonus. All right, from basketball, football, NHL, boxing, uh, UFC, they got it all at Bet Online. They're the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. Bet Online, where the game starts. And hey, had my built bar this morning, and I do every day. I just ordered a box. I got cookies and cream coming. I got strawberry coming. I got cherry barcia coming. If you haven't tried a built bar by now, you're missing out. They say it's a protein bar, but it does not taste like one. You have to try one of these amazing bars yourself to believe it. Most protein bars are chalky or waxy. You're just playing hard to choke down. Not a built bar. Soft, covered in 100% real chocolate. When you bite into it, you know you're eating something different. They're great. Tastes like a candy bar. Plus, they're low-carb, low-calorie, low-fat, low-sugar, but high in protein. All the stuff you want in a healthy snack. All right? Another thing about great uh, built Bar, tons of mouth-watering flavors. Coconut, raspberry. I mentioned the cookies and cream. It's the best. Go to built.com. Use promo code LOCKED15. Get 15% off your order. Use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at built.com. All right, big news today. Taylor Decker back at practice on Wednesday, according to Dan Campbell. And what that means for the Lions, he was asked it. And Dan Campbell always tells you right up front, always. Very upfront and honest. And he said when Taylor Decker comes back, if he is ready to play Sunday, if he might still be inactive, who knows, he is going to play left tackle. That means Panay Sewell is going back to the right side. Now, some of you are going to go, oh, no. Wrong. Panay Sewell is athletic enough to move back to the right side. He played three games in the preseason, rusty, for not, after not playing for a full year, after he set out last year, didn't play for Oregon during the COVID uh, pandemic. Panay Sewell on the right side, Taylor Decker on the left side, and leave them there for the next four or five years. Taylor Decker is signed to a pretty club-friendly deal. He's a good football player. I like this move by Dan Campbell and the Lions. Let's see what Sewell can do on the right side. Now, if Panay Sewell moves to the right side and is a complete and utter disaster, which at times he was on the left side, okay, Panay Sewell's been up and down this year, but he's 21 years old. He's the youngest starting tackle in football. Put him at right tackle for the next nine weeks and see if he can do it. I think he'll be able to. Now, this week he's got to go up against T.J. Watt. Not an easy task. But he played left tackle having not, having, having not played left tackle for like a year. And he did pretty well against Nick Bosa in the first game. So, let's see. But I commend the Lions for this move. What's wrong with having two bookend tackles for the next few years that might end up protecting a rookie quarterback next year? Put Sewell on the right side. That's what you drafted him as anyway. This notion that just because Decker got hurt and that he's not that good, that, that's BS. Taylor Decker is good. He's a captain. He wants to be here. And he's sat on the left side for years, and he's solid. Decker on the left, Sewell on the right. And let's focus on adding players at other positions that are a giant need here. There's a need at receiver. There's a need at linebacker. There's a need at safety. There's a need at cornerback. There's a need at rush end. If you say Sewell right tackle, Decker left tackle, I'm not saying there's a need. 
That sounds pretty good to me. So I like the fact and hoping that we get to see that this coming Sunday against the Steelers. Appreciate you listening. Locked on Lions, Locked on Podcast Network. I think we'll head to Pittsburgh tomorrow and Thursday and uh, get you ready for Lions and Steelers this weekend. Talk to you again tomorrow.